comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Carrie Fisher have confirmed that they will reprise their roles of Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia in the upcoming Star Wars sequels, said another former Star Wars actor, Misa waiting by the phone. <laughs> Episode 312. Minutes away. I'll be there in ten. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have thirty minutes to move your car. Your car. You have thirty minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode. Dang it, Jim. I think dang it is funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, yeah, what what's up with the board? Kind of had to make I don't a know, I wonder if my quick computer's there. messed up or if Oh no. That was weird. We did have to reinstall Windows right before we uh, rolled, right? Yeah. I shouldn't have put XP on there. There you go. Was your problem <laughs> XP is, uh, is solid. Your problem is yeah, uh, you you went to uh Windows 8. I I um when I turned my computer on uh about an hour ago, um it I guess it downloaded an update. Before oh, I, I got it off the last same time. one too. And I'm sitting there watching this thing, and it looks like configuring Windows. It's like, what? What are you doing? Stop! And I, I was sure that I was going to come up. It was going to look like Surface or something, and then I was going to be extremely <laughs> bummed out. To Frank's computer when I got here. Yeah, it's like I I because I, I downloaded the the update last night and went yeah. to bed. When I turned it on, it it said installing or updating registry, and it said four thousand. Yeah, I was just like, oh gosh. Oh yeah. But then, boom. Yeah, and I'm sitting there trying to figure out, uh, you know, okay, what's different? It's on the inside. Okay. Welcome to Half Hour Wasted 312. We're two months late on this <laughs> particular episode. We have a very special guest with us, Mr. Jim Dietz from the Legion of Dudes. Dang it, Jim. Jim, you there? <laughs> This is why we don't edit. We we still recording? Now do we have to filter right, oh, the internet? No, it, it just said he got dropped. Oh okay. man, calling him back. Okay, we'll get back. Okay, but this is the prediction show. If you remember, a couple of weeks ago we I went do over. That, yes. uh, yeah, we went over what we got last. Our predictions mm-hmm. from last year. Well, we got right. Sorry about that, Jim. I didn't even know you got dropped, and we're sitting here going, "Hello, Jim. Hello, hello, Jim." Sorry about that, man. I no, I, I don't know what happened. Skype had a burp there, some sort. It's not your fault. It's Skype's fault. Yes. So welcome to the prediction show, Jim. I blame Al Gore. I predict my call will be dropped. Ha ha. See, Whoa, I already made wow. one. And it came <gasps> Gosh. Last year we had uh, Johnny M from the Legion of Dudes. Now it's Jim Dietz's turn. Uh, and like I said, I don't know if you heard this, you were dropped. We're two months late on this episode, but good things come to those who wait. Right, Jim? Always. Now, um... I, uh, you know, one of the only rules I have for this prediction show is that it's something we can measure the year, the the following year. So we can somehow we have to be able to either prove or disprove that, you know, what what we predict happened. So so it can't be like um, in that case, the new movie will be awesome. In that case, dogs and cats will love each other more. One of mine you're not going to accept. But okay, sorry. That's okay. Run it through. You know. We'll we'll figure out can a way we just to measure get that it. one out of the way. We, we can always floor right. it. We can always Brad, floor it in committee. Brad wants to do get it. Get that one out of the way. No, we're gonna let our guests go first. Jim Dietz, give us your first prediction for the year of two thousand thirteen. You mean we're not gonna talk about nothing in particular for twenty or thirty minutes first? No, no we're jumping right in. We've All got right. lots lots of ground to wow. cover. Especially on the right pod. Hey, wait, is this half hour wasted? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know what's going wrong here, Jim. For at least ten minutes before we even got to this stuff. That's what I was thinking. Okay, well, fine then. I was going to ask you what you thought about Pandora throttling uh, mobile users to 40 free hours a month. Is that is that chicken stuff, or is that uh, uh, is that a, a smart business move? I don't know. I don't really use Pandora that much. Okay. 
If you're on a desktop or a, if you're on a desktop, you're still okay. But uh, if you're using your mobile phone, list of Pandora, forty hours into that month, boom, you're shut down. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to pay, unless you want to pay out the nose, it's like it's like ninety nine cents if you want to keep listening for the rest of the month. I don't know how, I don't know how they can live with themselves price gouging like that. They're they're like like gas stations or something. Does this sound like you're on the right show now, yeah. Jim? <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we were like uh, Brad and I were looking at each other going, "Okay, we're gonna let." And speaking of the political climate at this time, I just like to say that uh, clearly, okay, it's the Jim, let's hear it. Let's hear your your first prediction for 2012 for 2013. I'm sorry. My my first prediction is that the the Justice League movie that we've heard that's been in production now, um, you know, on the heels of Man of Steel, I think that that project will be. Uh, put in the dumpster i think it'll be gotten uh, they'll get rid of it because i think man of steel will be successful but it won't make avengers size money so i think because they won't see that size uh kind of box office receipt that they're going to get rid of the idea of doing it justice league no from, from, from your lips to god's ears jim deets because i've had a bad feeling about this ever since they announced it now i this will, this will be a good time for me to jump in with one of my predictions which kind of uh um, follows us in that I believe uh, at the end of the Man of Steel movie, uh, allusions will be made to a DC Universe movie. Okay. That you, we will get a key to something bigger happening. Kind of like that, the, that, uh, the Nick Fury scenes at Much the end. like a Nick Fury walking in. Just, you know, maybe a cut to Dark Side or something we'll, like that. We'll see, uh, we'll see Checkmate or something like that. Yeah. Jim, I can't... I can't see DC pulling this off because so far, with the exception of the Batman trilogy, their movies have blown. Well, but granted, well, okay, so what do we have there? We have Green Lantern really is the only new thing that's new, the new DC universe, and that was pretty bad. Well, here's the deal. I think they're looking to manage what the, um, the the head of the studio said at the stockholders meet recently was that they're looking to Man of Steel to see whether or not there's there would be enough interest, momentum, whatever, to make a Justice League movie. So if Man of Steel doesn't do a whole lot of business, it will. Uh, they're going to get rid of the, uh, the the Justice League movie entirely. They've already gotten rid of one script, I guess, and they've commissioned a whole new script. So um, I think if unless Man of Steel does like Avenger size numbers, which I don't really see happening, mm-hmm. that they'll probably not be a Justice League. Movie. Well, don't you think? And I, I just think it's too soon. I think if they really want to grow these franchises, they should take a page out of the Marvel handbook and grow these franchises, get them more in the public consciousness. You know, by the time Avengers came out, people knew who Thor was. They knew who Tony Stark and Iron Man were, all from their own. Even if they hadn't seen every single Marvel movie. It was out there in the pop culture consciousness. You know what I mean? And I don't think the Justice League has that kind of cachet, like you say, other than Batman and Superman so far, really, that you could launch a Justice League movie without people saying, well, who's that guy? Who's that guy? You know what I mean? Um, and I just, I don't know. I think whatever they do, they're going to seem like a ripoff of Avengers, you know? Well, I think that the DC characters, though, are so iconic that they're not going to need a whole heck of a lot of backstory. It's like there's only three here's, icons. Here's the, the DC characters. here's the Flash. He runs fast. Here's People, Wonder Woman. The, she's an Amazon. You know, the public doesn't know who the Flash is. No, what I'm saying is, you're not going. To, the characters, there may be complexity to the individual character, but to the uh, to the to the human, you know, you, you're talking about archetypal arch. What's the word? Arch- archetypical. archetypical? Archetypical characters. Uh, what I'm saying is that uh, is that the Flash and Wonder Woman and Green Lantern and Aquaman are such iconic characters that I think either people will know who they are, um, or they will be able to pick them up very quickly. I mean, to understand, well, Cap- so look at, to understand- look at this way, really quickly, really quickly. Okay, say you do come out with a Justice League movie in 2015 where they're fighting Darkseid. And an alien invasion of, from Apocalypse. How is that going to differ very much in people's minds from Avengers 2, where they're fighting a big guy named Thanos and an alien invasion from, from beyond space? No, and I you think. I mean? No matter what they do, they're going to seem like they're ripping off Avengers. And I don't think, especially, and that's the year the, the first Star Wars uh, sequel is supposed to be coming out, too. So that's going to be a very crowded year for movies, I mean, especially over the summertime. And even so though, I don't know, really, if, you know, if they, they want to jump right ahead and make a movie like that, you know? Even though uh, Darkseid uh, came out first and Thanos is is Marvel's answer to him, the fact that Marvel's coming out in the movie franchise with him first means that it will be a copycat job if 
DC does go ahead with this. And clearly, the the worst sign for this movie is that they've already scrapped an entire script, you know, wholesale, just file sixty nine it, and it's time to start over from scratch. That that's a horrible sign because I, you know, no movie that has a large budget uh, avoids some script doctoring. I mean, it, it happens to everything, um, but. This is different. I mean, you know that there was some script doctoring on the Avengers, but you also got the sense that Joss Whedon truly was in charge of that, and they basically did let him fly. Um, and it he didn't wrote, hurt that he wrote the he screenplay, wrote too. all of Zach Penn's script. I mean, the only thing he kept from Zach Penn's script were the plot beats, were the Chitari, Loki, all those kind of things. Yeah. Everything else is written purely by, purely, purely by Joss Whedon. So if you have somebody with a vision who can go in there and know what they're doing, then great, you're going to have a really great movie. But I really don't see it happening for DC. Well, that's absolutely what I'm no. saying. But the, uh, the idea that, that the director has the vision, which includes writing the dang movie also – is a great thing, and that's one of the reasons why Avengers worked. And if you have a director who has little or nothing to do with writing the script, and the script is handled, you know, by seventeen different people, um, there's no way it's going to come out and be compelling and fresh and original and good. You know, the the more cooks in this instance do nothing but homogenize um, homogenize the pie, and it will come out looking like, you know, it'll come out looking very vanilla. And very borderline generic, I'm afraid. But, but uh, my, my point about the, the characters, though, was that, was that with a lot of the Marvel characters, you know, Thor, Captain America, you know, Wolverine, if you want, uh, Spider-Man, uh, but specifically the Avengers characters, um, they're fairly complicated characters. You know, they do have fairly complicated motivations uh, because they were drawn up in the Marvel world, which was more concerned with giving, uh, you know, human foibles to each of their characters you know steve rogers has issues steve rogers also you you need to understand that he comes from you know from the the era of the 30s 40s and 50s and that's where his mindset is at and so he truly is a man out of time no matter how well he's adjusted the present which he hadn't really done when the avengers kicked in etc 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 you know the black widow's a spy this and that well in the, in the dc world aquaman is the king of the sea the flash uh police detective runs fast um, the, the, the personality of the characters was something that had to be introduced at a much later date because they wrote them basically as ciphers back in the silver age. You know, there wasn't a huge, there wasn't a, just a huge, uh, carving out of, of their, their own personal niches, um, in those days. And so I think that their characters on the most broad top level down are a lot simpler than the D, than the Marvel characters, and I think that it'll be easier to get a movie audience up to speed on you know what am I seeing? I, I don't see that you know really being an issue. And I, just as a as, as a tangent, uh, I, I you and Brad have already you know decided we lost to. Him. Do we want to? Yeah, shall I keep talking while we get him back? Well, finish your thought. Well, what I was going to say, I'd like Jim to hear this, and maybe we can repeat this real quick, like, but. For those who are saying that Justice League is not going to happen, um, I hate for Fanboy to dance on the, the movie's grave before it even comes out. Um, but today I read that Guillermo del Toro, of all people, uh, has confirmed that he is in the early stages of development. So, you know, things can certainly happen. But he has officially attached his name to a Justice League Dark movie. I would, Wait, which know, fascinates what, me. What what I would really love to see DC do is we've lost our internet connection. By the way, oh, it will come back in a minute. Okay, it will come back in a moment. Um, what I would really love to see DC do is scrap the live action because Marvel has done it. It's done it well. Yeah, put out a very high quality animated uh, uh, Pixar esque. Uh, Superhero yeah. movie, just well, go th- because that's the only way they're going to differentiate each other. Plus, they have more longevity with that. They don't have to worry about actors, um, you know, growing older or not signing contracts or anything like yeah. that. It's a voice, and and DC does a great job with animation. Uh, they do. Um, I, I've uh, even gotten on board of the Green Lantern the animated series. Um, and I think Young Justice is. Awesome. I, I I wait for that. I mean, it records my DVR, so I don't know when it airs. But uh, um, I I eagerly await 
the the showing up of the next new Justice uh, Young Justice episode. And I'm completely uh, I hate, bummed I hate out. to be the shriveled tater tot under your peach cobbler there, Pat, but they they canceled it. Yes, well, I I know Young Justice. I know that's <laughs> well. They they also canceled Green Lantern. They're getting ready to replace them with uh, Teen Titans Go, which is great. I think that means they're bringing it back. Okay. Brad? Um, and they're they're I forget they're doing something else. Uh, I forget what it is, but yeah, they're replacing the DC the Nation new Batman block. series. It's all CGI called Beware the Batman. Okie dokie. Oh, that's cool. Okay, Brad, what do you got? Yeah, sorry about that. We lost our internet connection yeah, for so, a moment. So, Jim, I'm sorry. I was just going to say real quick that, um, you know, who knows where it'll go, but uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro confirmed uh, today, uh, or yesterday, I guess, uh, that, um, no, actually, it was post earlier in the month, so I just saw it, I guess, that he is uh, in the early stages of development on a Justice League Dark movie. So I guess there's certainly the possibility they could scrap everything, but I can't imagine them making a Justice League Dark movie without a Justice League movie also. So I I'd rather to, see that, actually, than the Justice League movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tiny... Especially if Del Toro is going to do it, I mean... Yeah, well, he says that he has a writer. Uh, he's already in talks with a writer um, who he says... He's being mysterious, but he says he thinks people are going to be happy with who we have chosen and the writer accepted. Um, but he says they still haven't greenlit the movie, apparently. Um, but you've got a, a Tel Toro and someone Del Toro considers a really good writer attached to this if it goes through. So again, they could certainly you know dump out of all of it. But I just have a hard time believing they're not going to do it unless they just figure out that they don't have the vision to do something original with this. Okay, Brad. Brad, what you got? My first one. Will I'm going to save that one that. Frank won't like. I'm going to save it for the last. Um, I predict that the Walking Dead TV show will be picked up for a fifth season uh, before the season four is even half over. Okay. Well, I thought they hit the halfway mark. No, season four will start this fall. Oh. But I predict that they will already green light. They will already say, we're going to have a season five before the fourth season of the show is even half over. That's a safe one, Brad. It's it a is. good one. It's a, it, it happened last year, yeah. but I predict it'll happen again. I, it's a, I fully admit this is a softball. I'm lobbing myself a softball with this okay. one. But here's the second half of the prediction. Okay. That season five will also be announced as the final season of that TV show. So is this a two-fold or, or a one-fold? I don't, it depends on how you look. It all depends you're, on your city. You're, point you're, you're making two points. So, well, I mean, my prediction is that we will get the announcement that the fifth and final season of The Walking Dead will be picked up before season four is even halfway over. That's my prediction. Okay, so let's go with the last half of that, which is no, season five will be the last. My prediction is uh-huh. that we will get a season five. Right. Announced, and also that it will be announced as the final season of the show. You can look at that as two predictions, but that no, is no, one prediction. You, the way you phrase it now, that is one prediction. Okay. And I, I'd like to follow There's that up two with, parts, uh, two with parts of one prediction. I'd like to follow up my prediction that I believe in the year 2013, um, people will decide that they like money. <laughs> that's, a, that's a softball. That's okay. a softball, Bill. All right. I was picking some low-hanging fruit there, unlike Brad, <laughs> who is completely out on a limb. It, it's, it's crazy. A, I don't know how you balanced on that thing. It's mine amazing. Mine started off as a softball, but I, when I added the the fifth season will be, the announced, last be announced as the last season, that's that's a hardball. Yeah, that makes yeah, it a hardball. That's, a, yeah. that's measurable. Well, from a softball okay. to a hardball. So, Bill, Bill. Bill, what's your first prediction? Um my now, first we're prediction. We're only doing three, even though you wrote down six or seven. Really? So pick the three best. Um, okay. Um, I think that. Uh, which one do I like? Um, okay. I think that uh, in this year, you're going to see uh, Marvel's wonderful. Uh, I don't know if it's Marvel's invention. I don't think it is. I think they're just utilizing the technology. But I think you will see uh, Marvel's AR technology uh, creep into everyday life. I think you will start seeing that kind of stuff um, on posters, um, on walls, in Explain. airports. I am explaining. No, I don't know what AR technology is. Have you not looked at a Marvel comic in the last six, eight months? I haven't bought any Marvel comics. 
in over right. a year. Okay. Yeah, explain okay, the AR, and then and then explain. I have and not then, used. And then I've got the AR app, but I've never actually used yeah. it. Um, okay. When you you when you open up a Marvel comic book, I, I don't know how they do this because there's no there's no QR code or barcodes or anything obvious like that embedded in the pages. But um, there are certain panels and pages. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, it might be an IR five, tag. Five because to, those are supposed to be very inexpensive. Five and easy to, to use. ten times. But I mean, if you hold a piece of paper up. If you hold a comic book up to the light, you can see there's no like chip in it or anything. Um, there's no RFID tag like like substance, as far as I can tell. Um, anyway, when you open up a Marvel comic book, uh, the Marvel Now comic books, they they have the little AR logo on the cover. Uh, there will be panels um, throughout the comic, uh, somewhere between maybe five and ten per comic, maybe more like five. But uh, it's almost like when you're watching uh, a DVD and you watch. You know, you've you've got it in ultra mode where certain chapters, you know, a certain point in the movie, it'll like put an icon in the corner. If you right. press the enter button, it'll take you to a quick, you know, behind the scenes making of this scene or how they do that special effect kind of thing. This is the same drill. Um, this gives you a bonus. Uh, this gives you um, bonus coverage, basically, of the comic. Uh, you might see. Uh, you might do you see use a, your phone to access. You that? do. You use a phone or a tab or something like that. But I mean, uh, to like access your camera. It. Do you put? Yes, that? you use the camera on your phone to see this AR symbol um, in the corner of a panel in a comic, and it will take you to some kind of uh, extra content. Whether that's a creator saying, "Hey, this is why we did this," or it might be a few seconds of them drawing on a storyboard, or or it could be almost okay. anything. So you're um, saying that? Yeah, um, there are there are video games that are using this technology already too. I Interesting. Know, uh, the new uh, Wii U, uh, the the screen that you use to control the game with, you look through that screen and you can see the room around you, and it'll put like game elements in the room, and you'll shoot like little oh yeah lots of things in the room and things like that. Um, I know it's being used uh, with the PlayStation 4 uh, conference they had this week. They were talking about AR technology with the um, integration with Google Glass. Oh yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I definitely think that that is something we're going to see a lot more this year. I agree. Yeah, and this may be kind of a a precursor to that kind of technology in the the Google Glass, uh, like Jim's talking about. Great point. Uh, AR stands for augmented reality, okay. by the way. And um, I just, I, from what I'm hearing, I think you're going to start seeing uh, this stuff. Um, you're going to start seeing this stuff creep into uh, into our lives. Where, and I don't know if it's going to be uh, use your camera phone on it. Or um, it may be on some of the the new new phones. I think your Galaxy has it. Uh, um, I know that the uh, the the Razer uh, Maxes do, or at least the Max HD does. Um, uh, NFC or near field communication. Um, it, it's the way uh, the like the Galaxy S3s they touch they touch each other's back yeah, and they transfer yeah. a file. That's near field communication. Okay, and you can do that with some phones already. Uh, I've got a, a guy uh, I talked to. Um, he's he's out again. Yeah. So I've got a guy I talked to. Uh, it's um. He says that uh, in an airport right now there are places where you can go and you can hold your phone up and touch you know or get near enough to whatever the advertisement is and it'll automatically. You know, it's kind of like a um a QR reader kind of effect where you you go touch your phone or or get it close to whatever this this advertisement is or this this marketing pieces and then it'll you know it'll make it all crazy and weird and stuff and down sidetracked and so how do we measure that hmm? so well, how's it how do we go, measure success go like, to an airport or a mcdonald's or a public library well, no i mean we have to or a city so, bus like uh give us an example where we'll say you succeeded in this or it didn't come true okay if you start seeing this stuff uh at a comic shop or a walmart mm-hmm this year or someplace like that. But if you start seeing these things uh, pop up before, before the calendar year's over where you can just go up and, you know, you can have your phone, your phone looks at this poster or whatever, and all of a sudden you're at McDonald's and you've got the nutrition information or their, their, their new ad that they're bringing back the McRib or something. No, or they're getting ready to come out with their brand new sandwich, the McSpleen. But so you know, without maybe you, using, you, get, you, you see the commercial for the new McSpleen sandwich. But without using a QR code or it, any type of code. At it's all. without using a QR reader. Well, again, 
you do have to run the AR app to access the AR features in a comic. And what I'm also saying, I guess it's kind of an addendum or my, my point B or whatever, is that um, you know this QR thing, um, if it was truly QR, you'd probably have to run the app, which might be uh, too much of a pain in the butt for the majority of people to do. Um, but uh, if they get to a point where you can use some kind of you know near-field communication technology, I guess it would serve the same purpose. Mm-hmm. So possibly my, uh, I guess so, my official prediction is that you'll see AR creep into daily life and I guess the NFC thing might be too separate from that to count as part of my prediction. I think I know Frank's looking for some kind of quantification of this. I think it's going to be. I think we'll just know. Well, it'll be like very obvious. Like all of a sudden, last year, it seemed like Twitter was everywhere. It wasn't last month. You know what I mean? It just right. boom overnight it happened, and I think this is going to be the so same type. This of deal. NFC uh, yeah. AR stuff will just so all of a sudden you started seeing the uh, the the Twitter handle underneath the news anchors mm-hmm. name bar, and all of a sudden you start seeing uh, a hashtag uh, bug in the corner of the Fringe episode, right? That kind of thing, or Grey's Anatomy or whatever you're watching. Uh, I think you know it, it will start becoming ubiquitous, and. Um, I don't know if it's going to be AR technology or something that's a, a cousin of it, but, uh, but yeah, that's my prediction. I'm going with it. Okay. So we'll see about uh, this time next year if I was right. Okay. Jim, what's next on your list? I am going to make a prediction about the uh, event called Infinity that we're going to be seeing from Marvel this summer. Um, they mentioned it's going to be their new, uh, their free comic on Free Comic Book Day. It's going to be uh, Jonathan Hickman's launch into this big a uh, huge event this summer called Infinity. And my prediction about Infinity is that it's going to be Marvel's version of Crisis on Infinite Earths, that they're going to bring in, like, the, we've already had, like, the new universe characters show up in, in uh, Hickman's Avengers. I think they're going to bring you know, have more of a crossover with the Ultimate Universe. We've already seen them crossover in the Spider-Man books. I think it's going to finally, like, melt all these alternate realities that... that um, you know, that have been uh, kind of accumulating over in Marvel. And I think at the end of it, we're going to have the introduction of Marvel Man back into the Marvel Universe. Oh. Will it also res- re- result in there being only one universe? I think so. That's that's why I mean. It'll be like the Crisis on Infinite Earths where everything will be melded into one continuity, one storyline. That'd definitely be interesting. Now, that, that would be super cool. You know, there was that... That one cover that came out, that Marvel fifty two that came out, was it today? That teaser cover. It was, a, it was a day or two ago, yeah. And I guess that may be tied into that as well. It yeah, I like would you. love to know what they meant by that because it was all the story that I saw was was an image of that cover, which is just it's a completely black cover with the uh, the the chicken scratch. Marks, it, it's yeah. the Four hash marks with one hash mark diagonally through it. That means five. Yeah. Yes. Tally marks. So, yeah. I'm tally trying to marks. paint a picture for the listener. Right. No. But it, it's it's ten of those and then two just, singles. Tally marks. Yes. Tally marks. Actually, okay. it's three. Uh, uh, three. You're demeaning. Three. You're demeaning See? my. Now what he's saying is there's <laughs> four, fantastic, four yeah. slashes and then a fifth one through right. that, that. And group then there's yeah. there's to three columns. A and section of yeah. five. Four I didn't know what that symbol was called. So. Jim, I like that idea it. of that happening. Now, I, um, are you hoping for that? Do you fear that? Uh, do you have a reason to think that will happen? I've been reading uh, Hickman's New Avengers and Avengers, and he's talking a lot about parallel universes crashing into one another. Yes. Uh, he's already shown uh, like a parallel universe version of one character called Manifold, yes. who he created for Secret Warriors, um, showing up in New Avengers. I think he's setting the table for a lot of that kind of stuff right now. Uh, in New Avengers and uh, you know the Adjectiveless Avengers book, and Infinity is supposed to come out right after the Age of Ultron. That'll be in May or June. I think it'll be, you know, I mean, considering how big Hickman usually works, how cosmic his stuff usually gets, and it's supposed to include all of the Marvel universe in it. I think that it would be a good time. I know he wants to. He's already toying with some of the New Universe characters. You remember the New Universe from the eighties? DP Seven um, you know, was uh, my favorite of those. Right, DP Seven, Starbrand, Nightmask. Um, this, he's already like talking about the white event in the next issue of Avengers. Wow. Kickers Inc. And, right, Kickers <laughs> Inc. Spitfire and the Troubleshooters. Next was uh, gosh, didn't um, 
did Warren? Gosh, am I insane? Um, was the uh, God, not yes. the not the authority, but uh, uh, book that uh, was it? Warren Ellis and John Cassidy, um, the son of a gun, Stormwatch. It was the th- no, it was the it was the planetary. Planetary, maybe that was that new universe. No, no, that was Wildstorm. Wildstorm, and that is one of the best comics ever. You should read that, Bill. You would you would really really love it. Anyway, God. I've got, I think it, that I think though that it's got Chris it. Hickman's really good at this kind of stuff, and he's been talking about these parallel universes or whatever. Marvel does have these like parallel universes, like kind of cluttering up their continuity. There's the alternate universe, there's the new universe, universe, and all these different things. I think they're going to fold all these things together into one continuity, one you know amalgamated universe. And I'm I'm hoping this is also where they bring in Marvel Man since they bought the rights to him. You know what? Over a year ago, and haven't done anything with the character. The the DP seven is was that proper Marvel universe or was that like no, a spinoff part universe? Of, it was part of the new universe. Okay, new universe. The yeah, new it was universe. A totally different. Different universe had nothing to do with Marvel continuity at all. The new universe took place in real time. Oh, okay. so right. each year of the comic that went by, mm-hmm. the characters aged a year. Wonderful. Okay, every month that went by, those the story you just read took place a month after the previous one. And I guess just because uh uh poor sales it just died away, I guess. Eventually, yeah. Okay. It ended up uh John Byrne ended up taking over Starbrand and kind of wrapping that whole story up. Wow, I I was never aware of that. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, they had a big crossover in the universe called the Pit, actually, where they destroyed Pittsburgh. Right. Um, and that was kind of the, the death knell for the new universe continuity. But there's all I mean if you look at a book like Exiles, it kind of made its whole uh, name on, you know, different alternate universe characters, you know what I mean, or, or versions of characters from alternate universes and stuff. So, and I know Pikmin loves to play with that kind of big stuff after reading his, you know, Fantastic Four run. So I'm thinking they're going to let him have this big crossover and, when you know, get all their ducks in a row and, and clear up some continuity and maybe make the Marvel Universe a little more like the Ultimate Universe. You know, so it kind of matches the movies a little more, I guess. I never, I've never thought of the the Marvel universe as being as cluttered compared to to the DC universe. I know well, they it, have some alternate universes, but I mean, it never really seemed to kind of be as messy. No, it's it's definitely not. But Jim's right. I mean, there are alternate universes. Multiple, uh, multiple is the better word. There are multiple universes. They just don't. They're not part of the mythology of the Marvel Universe like the multiple universes yeah. are of DC. I looked it up once. Um, I think it was it was in one of our podcasts about, I don't know, six months ago or so, and there were literally hundreds of alternate Marvel Universes. And, and they included even, you know, the Howard the Duck universe and yeah. the, the, the universe that was referenced in one panel of this one comic, you know, kind of thing. So it, it, it delved into minutiae. Um, and I think that's an interesting uh, concept. I, I wonder uh, why Marvel would feel uh, a need to do something like that. And I almost wonder if they might kind of go the opposite direction and uh, instead of collapsing everything into one universe for the sake of simplicity, um, just kind of open it up and acknowledge the fact that there are all these other different universes. And, you know, it was what I uh, I wanted to see this. Um, I wanted to see this out of, out of uh, D.C., um, after infinite crisis was dang it give me some adventures from earth 22 you know give me some adventures from earth 17 you know um you know, you've literally got a multiverse that you could draw on for comic inspiration not just you know universe prime or universe alpha or whatever that that we roll through um i don't know um could be uh could be interesting okay well let me uh let me jump to my next uh my next prediction now, Taco Bell came out with this Dorito, Doritos taco a while yeah. back. Huge success for them. Did right. You, did you like Huge it? Huge success. Yeah, I've had it. Tastes like a Dorito taco. As much as I love nacho, nacho cheese Doritos, no, and I do, and as much as I can stomach Taco Bell tacos, I've never even considered getting a Dorito Loco, which is weird. So here's what I think is going to happen. Do, do you have orange all over yeah, you? Yeah, you do. Okay. All right. McDonald's? will offer a food item in the same vein as that. Like... I'm intrigued. A Kraft macaroni and cheese fries, or like a Kraft Velveeta 
cheeseburger. It'll be branded like that. Hmm. So it's going to be like some type of item, and it will be with McDonald's because they're good at mimicking stuff like that. So this year we will see some type of food item for McDonald's. Yeah. Co-branded, not with Kraft, but with some other mainstay. What if it is Kraft? Are you, gonna then, elimin- then are you eliminating Kraft? Yeah. No. I'm saying something like Kraft. Okay. But with McDonald's, Kraft it'll be. technically is like Kraft. So yeah. If it's yeah. Kraft, then you're good. <laughs> right. It's got to be good. I mean, even if it's like, um, oh, let me think of something like, um, I can't think of a brand right now. I'm drawing Fuck another. Uh, yeah, like a Nutella. Uh, a Nutella hamburger, or a Duncan Hines. A Duncan Hines. You know, it has to be a fusion of food too. Right. It, it just can't be. It it just can't be. You know, Duncan Hines birthday burger. Yeah, something like that. Okay. The Luther. They should bring out the Luther. <laughs> What's the, the Luther? Donut, the donut. It's a donut bacon. It's a bacon cheeseburger on it, a Krispy Kreme donut oh bun. That sounds wow. disgusting. Wow. <laughs> you guys never heard of the Luther? I've oh, never heard of that. Wow. I like bacon. I like Krispy Kreme mm. donuts. My second prediction is that by the end of 2013, there will be not one, not two, but three Star Wars one-off movies announced for later date. Ooh, nice. With, like, solo characters. Right. Now, we have two confirmed? No. Okay. None of them are confirmed, merely rumors, but by the end of 2013, there will have been official announcements of three different movies. Okay. And so do you think that these are going to run concurrently? I mean, they're going to they're going to be produced independently of the well, That's what uh, episode 7, 8, and 9. That's what they have okay. said will happen. I th- okay, I think I've I heard yeah, that too. I think As Lucasfilm said that that's one of the reasons they brought in Lawrence Kasdan. Okay. Is to like kind of oversee the uh the spinning off of ideas. God, is that not the smartest stinking thing you've heard out of a movie theater in or, or yeah. movie production company in like a generation? Yeah. Let's let Lawrence Kasdan yeah. take the reins of this. Somebody who was arguably the biggest success of the yeah. original trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the best movie out of all of them. Sure. Arguably. Um, you, could, you could my, argue that. I think we will get three official announcements. I love it. So so do you have predictions of what those are going to be? I mean, is it going to be a Han Solo movie? I think that's a given. Okay. But the others, I'm not sure. Um I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend okay. to even have an idea. But I would be shocked if Han Solo wasn't one of them. And this is gonna be like young Han Solo, so it's gonna be played probably. by some young is always probably the best. Well, way to I mean, go. it's gonna be quite possibly a a pre pre episode four Han Solo. You know, this is what I would like. If we've heard the rumors of Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, and Mark Hamill coming back, yes, and that would it. The rumors are that it's pretty much a done deal. Yeah. So let's assume that it is, and that's going to happen. So in that case, those movies would probably take place a good 30 years down the timeline, perhaps 40 even. Oh, bring it on. Um, what I would like to see would be a Han Solo movie that bridges these new movies with episode okay. six All right. with Josh Holloway as Han Solo. Yeah. Sawyer from Lost. See, yeah. I think he would be a fantastic Han Solo of that era, of that age. Mm-hmm. But that's what I want. That's not what I predict. My prediction is we'll get three solo movies officially confirmed. Don't know who they're going to be. Bobo Fett. That's probably a safe bet, too. Yeah. Bill, next not, prediction. Not Django? No. All right. The D He's is headless. silent. All right. Um... I think in the year 2013, I hope we hear about this. I absolutely promise you it's going to happen, but uh, whether or not... So this is more of... More of whether or not this more is going to be... More than a prediction. Whether or not this is going to be a uh, a DARPA thing or uh, something that happens at Johns Hopkins uh, is At least once an episode, Bill says something, references something that I have literally no <laughs> clue what he just said. Yeah. Sorry, DARPA is um, like high-level military research. It's, okay. Uh, they... Uh, they created the. Uh, they basically created the internet. Oh, Darp, I thought that was they, Al Gore. They, no, Al Gore didn't have as much to do with it as he'd like to uh, think. Um, I think that three um, uh, D printers. Um, we've started hearing about them for the last few months, and uh, 
the things they can do with these 3D printers, I've done a little research, I've seen some shows on it. It's un, it's almost literally unbelievable what they can do with them right now and what they will be doing with them in the near future. And I think that sometime in 2013, whether or not they tell us about it is one thing, but you are going to start seeing stuff like bodily organs printed using a 3D printer. Do you need a new, you know, has your pancreas failed you? Do you need a new lung? I, Let yeah. me print one for you. Uh, I mean, it's going to happen someday. I'm I'm taking a fairly large leap of uh, faith that it's going to happen this year. I mean, it may be five or ten years down the road. Bill, but- I actually heard a story yesterday about five years down the road because they've made uh, yeah. advances with stem cells right. that they will be able to print up skin grafts and stuff like and that. And they are able to print, use a 3D printer to print stem cells, which is stinking amazing. And and the, I mean, we're so close to uh, we're so close to this, just a a massive pivotal turning point in in the evolution of the way we live on this planet. I predict by the end of 2013, the human race will cease to exist <laughs> because 3D printers will have started printing other 3D printers, and they will take over the planet, and we will get crushed underneath the weight of multiple that's nice. printers. That's, well, why hey. you want, that's why you want to get in on the ground floor of ink cartridges right now. You better watch That's they, where the money is. Or they'll start printing up uh, T-2000s, and yes. we're all screwed. The only problem is that it takes a while, so you can kind of see it coming. The T-2000... It, Robert Patrick was the T-2000, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure I have that reference there. But no, I it, think it's, they'll be a lot faster than that. Frank. It's amazing. I mean, just for example, you can print up, if you wanted, you could print up gun components and you could make yourself a gun yeah. with a 3D printer. They, yeah. they, you I can, saw a video can, where a guy fired, he was able to get four rounds off before the gun melted. I mean, I don't want to go to Gene Wilder from <laughs> Young Frankenstein here, but we're literally talking about creating life at this point. You're talking about printing it out in a printer. Does this sound like well, you're not maybe you're not creating life. You're organizing life. The stem cells exist. You're putting it. You're putting it in a way. You're not creating it out of nothing. You're building a stem cell molecule by molecule. But yeah. what is the printer used to? So you're print not with? you're not taking a stem cell from over here and bringing it over there. Well, you're no, creating. You are. St- you're, you're, you're taking. You're pulling you're a stem cell stel- out of the open cosmos. Is what you're doing. And, you know, the idea that if you want to say that there's, like, a force that surrounds us and binds us and stuff, I'm, I'm all about that. What does a 3D printer use to actually print? What is it printing of? Uh, it depends what your material is. It could be anywhere from resin plastics to macaroni, uh, to, macaroni yeah. to any type of bioware, uh, any type of bodily, uh, um, you know, components. Um, you know, it's not like you're taking a block of wood, Bill. Putting it in a machine and then a right. stem cell Turning comes it out. Yeah, it's it's not it's yeah, not I, of that. Okay, I did know that already. <laughs> yes, so you're, you're not creating. I gave life. you a perfectly good block of aspen wood. Yes, where's my new lung? Yes, no. That what the is, heck's going on here, Jim? You're next. You're up. Oh, Jim. Okay. Okay. Yay! Okay. I was we totally lost you. Jim Internet was, sounds like Jim, um, sounds like Jim was eating. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't really get to eat today. I made a giant pot of spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, no problem. Oh, I bet you, I bet you make the best spaghetti and meatballs ever. Spaghetti's good. I did, I did train with some Italian chefs, so yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> What's next on your list? I predict that, and I hate to go with another Marvel prediction here, but I think at San Diego Comic-Con this year that Marvel will announce that they're going to start doing a line of direct-to-DVD animation. Uh, features much the same way DC does now. Hmm. Do you think that's a good idea? Because I think I think I mean you know now that they're with Disney, you know Disney has all that all oh. kinds of animation yeah. studios. Very good point. Um, because yeah. I, yeah. you know, as far as the big two, DC has it has the animation thing. They've nailed in spades. It. I mean, it, big time over the few animated movies of Marvels that I've seen, but. Right. I hadn't put two and two together and, and gotten Disney yet. Yeah, that's. A well, very... I mean, if they have, I figure if they have all that at their at their disposal, you know, that um, they're definitely, and it's a great way to keep their properties out in the public and to make a little extra money. DC's done really well with their direct to DVD 
adaptations. There's so many great Marvel. I mean, can you imagine like uh, uh, Craven's Last Hunt done oh, as you know, an animated movie? I would buy you know, that. In, in that in that art style. Or, I would buy that so fast, your head would spin. Or, or you know the the the, uh, the the story of Gene DeWolf from you know uh, a Peter I'd Davis buy that one too. So fast, your head would or spin. Or Daredevil's Born Again. Or I'd buy that just, one I mean, so fast, your head would spin. I'd yeah, buy I all those. I, just, well, <laughs> I sense a pattern developing here. I'm going to buy it to make your head spin. That's the only reason I'm going to buy this. Just hey. to keep his head spinning, huh? Once again, um, from your lips to but, God's ears. But I think that, that Marvel will announce the San Diego Comic-Con. They're going to start doing, you know, I guess, you know, call it Marvel Premiere or whatever, and they're going to do, like, Ooh, uh, different you know, animated uh, uh, features. And I think one of them is going to be, uh, I'm hoping it's going to be Heroes for Hire, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. From, your, from your lips to Johnny M's ears. There you go. Here's my Iron. I'm looking at my Iron Man right now in Iron Fist. Where but I mean, like guys? you know, the Immortal Iron Fist by Matt Fraction and Daniel Asia would make a great one done in you know that art style. Or I mean, there are just so many great Marvel stories that could. Oh yeah. Be adapted that way, you know. That would so be. That's my. That's my other. That's my uh, third prediction. Mm-hmm. I would like to see an Obnoxio the Clown versus the X Men animated feature. That would be sweet. Just anybody? for you. Anybody? I anybody besides me have any idea what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, we do. I know what you're talking about, but I don't. I wouldn't want to. I'm not yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> I'd, I'd it's wanna... not. A... Oh, that's people don't want to the rub. Okay. Okay. Here's what I would like to see, and you know, this is like really you know, out of the blue sky or whatever. Other than the Infinity Gauntlet, if somebody done, gave me that obnoxious you know, like, versus uh, the X Men, artist, the, the the guide, I, I personally would would just love to see the. Um, Oh crap! No, no, I just totally blanked on it. Oh, uh, an anthology like three stories in one of what ifs of like some of the best of the Ooh, what if yeah. stories. That'd be great. There've been so many good what if stories over the years, and I think that would it'd be, be really fantastic. Cool to adapt, like, two or three. I think uh, my favorite what if story was the uh, the one where the the Fantastic Four. It was it was issue six of the original run, and um, it was awesome. But I, I thought the uh, I thought the powers the Fantastic Four had were kind of weak yeah because johnny storm had like basically a pair of wings right so all he could do was fly like angel it was what and, if they got different powers yeah, yeah. and uh ben Grimm had like metal arms like colossus if i remember right but he was otherwise human and reed richards turned into a, a disembodied brain like professor x mm-hmm. <laughs> do you sense a pattern i trying to remember what invisible woman was oh she invisible woman was ah, she did something she cool. was hard to find Okay. Frank, number three, Frank. Number three. Okay, uh, I'm, I need some help with this. Brad, choose the letter A or N. The letter A or the letter N? Yeah, just choose one. I will choose A because my a. children's names start with A. Okay. Bill, choose the letter A or N. Does not matter. Uh, I'll choose uh, A. A. Okay, that decides it. I had two. One about Apple, one about Netflix. I'm okay. going with Apple. Okay. Apple... This is my last one. We'll announce a television set that will redefine TV much like the iPad did for music and the iPad did for computers. And the iMac? And the iMac. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be something that what are we they gonna just call it? can't. I don't know. ITV, maybe. I don't know? I don't know. And I'm basing I this just garbage. on some. Uh, iCube. Uh, I'm basing this on some stuff that the I have iPanel. heard. The iPanel. But it's all rumor. Okay. And so, yeah, I think Apple later on this year will announce a new iTV. Okay. That will redefine, that will, much like the iPod threw us for right. a loop, like no one thought of that. Right. Um, the iPad, you were just thinking, oh, it's just a computer on it, but it really redefined how we use computers now. TV's going to do that. Now, do you have thoughts on how it will be revolutionary? No, I'm struggling with that. Okay. Because I think it's going to be something that we have not thought about. You know, much about like a, the, the physical. IPod, I, I just much like the, the iPod was at first. It's just like yeah. you just didn't conceive of that. Now, are you talking about an actual television or are you talking about like, like a Roku box kind I'm of thing? I'm talking about television set. A okay. TV set. So it's a smart TV. Apple already has the Apple TV service. It's kind of like a Roku box where you can pretty much order up anything you want from the, the iTunes TV store. Yeah, and this is going to be an actual, not the box, but an actual TV that you buy. A 42-inch premium TV made by Apple. It'll be able to see you when you're sitting in your underwear. <laughs> it will ask you to 
close that flap. <laughs> no, the new the new Xbox is coming out for E3. Uh, we'll do that. Yeah, ac- actually, it will. <laughs> it'll be so able, it'll be able to tell if you're going to be built into it and always on. Yeah, the so, what is? Go ahead, Jim. The Connect uh, camera that you can buy separately for Xbox now, where yes. you can stand in front of it and they'll see you move or whatever. It's going to be built into the new Xbox, and it'll always be on. Is that so you can theoretically uh, uh, hand signal your way through through to your Blu-ray player or down to your Netflix account or something? Or I think so. It's, well, and, I mean, well, what, and Jim, we know they're telling us that this is going to be used for innocent purposes. It's just it's for your convenience, people. Jim, I, right. actually, what, what I heard that they were going to use this for this was actually to be is, able to tell one if you're male or female, right, and uh, who you who you are, and tailor the programming mm-hmm. to whoever is in the house. Does that mean so, if I Dad put a couple comes of grapefruits in, up my blouse; it'll think yeah, I'm a woman. Yeah, so you, it'll bring you up a whole bunch of oak. No, but it'll recognize you next time you walk by. It'll recognize you as the guy with the grapefruits. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it, it like can recognize each person. Yeah, like Frank is saying, each person walks by it. It registers as a different person. It and, might be and, able and, to uh, smell the citrus. They say that uh, within uh, five years or so, uh, by 2020 for sure, uh, computers will have the use of all five human senses. Honestly. Wow. They'll be able to smell also, which is kind of funny when you think about it. <laughs> When you get mad, so let's say uh, my freaking uh, my Windows 11 computer hacks me off, so I just turn around, and I just I just make wind all over it, just tell it what I think about hey, it. You, you know, pass this along to Bill Gates, okay, jerk computer. My I mean, they already have sensors to sniff out uh, gas in mines and stuff. I mean, I know. Are- so wouldn't that be a drag if you just gassed all over your computer and like the sprinkler system went off in your house? Warning. My third and final prediction is that Iron Man 3 will make more money than the previous two Iron Man movies. Combined? No. Okay. Not combined. But it will be looked uh, looked upon by the geek community as uh, Spider-Man 3 was... As a letdown? Yes. Kind of like Dark Knight Rises? No. That was just you. All right. Iron Man 3 will make more money than either Iron Man 1 or 2 did. And I don't recall right off hand which one of those two I'm looking made that up right more now. money. I would but, assume probably one because it's been out longer. Well, the answer to that is Iron Man Two. I suppose. Brad. I suppose. Um, I, I I should. I suppose I should say it'll make more money in its first month or week or however, whatever easily. How about how about box office box uh, box office weekend for the weekend? Yeah. Okay. That's always, that's always a good It'll make more money than the other two did on the first weekend, by the end of the first weekend. But it, uh, geeks will hate it, and will um, it'll be compared. Uh, it'll be much like they hated Spider Man Three. Okay. Well, as a, as a corollary question, really quick, do you think Avengers Two is the last time that RDJ is going to be Iron Man? Um, I've the heard, rumor is now that he, they're thinking about after Avengers Two recasting. I've heard that. Um, it probably will happen. That's my gut feeling. I yeah, mean, that that makes it, he can't play that role forever. That will be a sting instead. Of, he absolutely could play that role for another ten years, easy if he wanted to. But I understand that he will have done five movies in that in that role, yeah. and that I I won't begrudge him the desire to go make Sherlock Holmes four. Hey, those Harry point. Potter kids made what eight movies? Eight movies. No, I. I don't think it's a slam dunk that uh, that Robert Downey Jr. will uh, will leave the role, but I could absolutely see it happening. Yeah. yeah, that's not an official prediction, by the way. I'm not burning my third one up on that. No Bill, way. his last prediction is the last one of the show, so make it a good one. Gosh, Bill. yeah, okay. Um, no pressure, no pressure. Yeah, I don't want to get uh, political uh, here, but uh, I think that uh, um, this year will. you're going to start seeing a real push for sensory implants in people rfid tags uh uh to keep uh school kids safe uh you're going to start seeing uh um technology implanted into people and this is a fairly i don't think this is going way out on a limb i think that this is that that if used benignly the possibilities are pretty amazing you could have you'd have sensors implanted in your body that will tell you if you're getting ready to have a heart attack. That can tell you if your cholesterol is too high. Um, that uh, that can basically 
uh, call uh, life alert if you've fallen and you can't get up. Um, and in a world that seems like it's inching closer to 1984 with every passing moment, uh, I can't help but be extremely cynical about this idea and uh, and wonder that not that the governments of the world are looking to start um, taking words out of uh, the dictionary <laughs> with the intention of getting down to one word eventually. Um, but, uh, you know, in, if this world was to become a dystopia, uh, this is absolutely the first step towards that. Um, and I don't know that you'll ever get to a point. Uh, it's certainly not in the next 15 or 20 years, at least, where the government, you know, I, I don't know that the government would ever mandate that you get these. It's certainly possible, you know, in a in a world where you are forced to buy health insurance and you have to get a safety inspection sticker on your car, this and that, you know, given enough time that, that the idea of it becomes cool and entertaining. And, and right now, they're already using these uh, in, in some applications. Uh, um, I saw a story, gosh, at least two or three years ago now, where um, the, the hot new thing to do down at South Beach was the, the ladies were literally getting a chip implanted into their forearm, um, which was basically their check card. It was this thing was attached to their checking account, and so they wouldn't have to take their purse with them when they went to go dancing at the clubs down there on South Beach and whatnot. And it's totally serious. So these ladies are getting these chips put in their wrists, basically, and they go up to the door, and the guy would say five bucks or whatever it is, and they just they wave their freaking wrist up in front of the little little reader thing, and it goes beep, and it's deducted from your bank account. Um. And I think there's there's a lot of me, uh, medical applications that are are absolutely, you know, tailor made for something like this. Uh, geez, if you got a pacemaker in and you've got nanotechnology in your body that can tell you if your pacemaker's battery is is getting rusty, or God forbid the battery exploded and there's like battery acid, you know, all over your heart and stuff, that'd be bad. Uh, it'd be nice to know about that, but. Uh, you know, the idea where, okay, so now we live in a world where uh, oh, the connect box is going to be watching you in your living room 24 hours a day. So, uh, you know what, make sure to slide those boxers on before you go out into the, uh, you know, into the kitchen for a uh, midnight snack or something, huh? It's a little bit worrisome to me. And I really didn't want to get ranty or, or, or you know, George Orwelly on you or anything, but, uh, you know, be a little bit afraid. Yeah, I'm, you know? I, your prediction is actually pretty scary i don't want that to happen hold on to your humanity people it's the uh, it's the only thing you got okay. and and like and, and and read lots of comics okay mm-hmm. comics keep you young so, i'm enjoying the uh the, the one million uh miniseries right now by the way and it has nothing to do with stuff implanted into my brain except for awesome ideas by grant morrison now jim you're gonna have to revisit us back in a year so we can yeah. go over these and measure them and see see how we did. Unless I have a chip implanted in my brain and I've been <laughs> taken over by the government, in which case I won't remember. And see, that could happen. Um, unless if Bill's stuff comes true, geez. I, I thought mine were fairly benign. It was all geek stuff. I know. Bill's reading from the Book of Revelations. Or, or human just, than uh, human. I've got more. You want to hear let's, another one? No, 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 no. no. I think they're no, going to start done. to talk about music. They're so going to start serializing music. They're going to start so. serializing books okay. on the Kindle. Use this for your for your uh, music that you're going to play at the end. Jim, Absolutely. thank you for joining us, buddy. And Jim, hey, always uh, a pleasure, guys. Uh, anything you want to promote? Uh, just hhwlod.com where you can find a whole network of stuff, including this show you're listening to now, and Legion of Dudes, and uh, and the Black Box, and Donnie Salvo's Tales from the Attic, and out now with Aaron and Abe, and the Walking Dead TV podcast, and Real Heroes. Check it out. I mean, there's a whole network of great stuff, great content. Great, Jim. And my weekly comics review blog, Weekly Geekly Reader. Check that out, too. And if you don't, you, you're not a geek. You're a nerd. So get to it. All right, Jim. Well, thank you very much for being on, as always. And don't be a stranger, okay? We'll have you on again. You know where to find me. All right, buddy. Be good. Beautiful. Night, Jim. All right. So, Bill, you got some music for us? I do. All right. So who are we going to hear from this week? 
Uh, you're going to hear from a... Uh, I, I really want to play you guys song A by a completely different band, but I'm going to play song B because it's, it's uh, whimsical and uh, not at now, all... Uh, now, remember, the, the caveat, the only caveat yeah. I had with this was that it wasn't dumb. Frank yeah. skirted that last week. But that's a legitimate two album that two I weeks listened ago. to. Yeah, but it was skirted being dumb. No, that's your opinion, dummy. It, this was, <laughs> it was my caveat. And, but that's music that I like. That's serious music that I enjoy. Okay, next time I'm in your car, you better have that in your CD player. I would, you know what? I, we can go to my car right now, and, <laughs> and I will be... I have a, my music on a USB drive, and okay, it is Abdul, on there. Abdul, I'm just funning you. I'm just funning That's you. Nutty. So what do you have for us? Okay, Pat? fine. I'm going to go back to my first choice then, because uh, that seems to be what the people want. They don't want me to sell out. No, I want you to be... So I'm not going to sell out. Just as long as it's music you're passionate this is real. about. This, this is for real. real. This and is something that you really enjoy. Okay. You know, yes. I was... Uh, there may have been some some haters last week when I threw down that cover of Beastie Boys. Well, but I really enjoyed that take on that song. They're doo doo dum dum heads. Okay. They didn't like that. So what are you gonna for us? All right, what I've got um, because uh, I am from Norman, and uh, I'm sorry. One of my favorite bands is from Norman, the Flaming Lips. Okay, that's right. They're world famous. They're also from my hometown, and uh, this this album here, I'm going to play this off of is actually the first song off the EP they put out before they ever put out an album. So this is this is the first song the Flaming this if you if you want to listen to the first song the Flaming Lips ever put on a record this is it whatever this is it. This is the first song they ever did kind of. I mean, who knows what sure. song they wrote first or right. first whatever. But yeah, in sequence track on the album this is it. So uh it might be a little weird for you and uh I'm, I'm like fine it. with that. Okay. I'm fine with that. This song is five-ish minutes long. Uh, it's not epic, but What's the name uh, of it'll it? take five or six minutes. It's called Bag Full of Thoughts. Okay. All right. With that, thank you for listening to A Half Hour Wasted, proud moment the HHWLOD Network. Leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Drop us an email at halfhourwasted@gmail.com. Until next week, I'm Frank. I didn't get a chance to finish what I was going to say about the lips. I still so, have bumper stickers if you want one. And we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted.